0: This is a Federal News Network podcast.
1: At the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, the CIO and Chief Acquisition Officer show that breaking down barriers can be easy with a little determination. Those two offices are working together to get a better handle on the nearly $2.7 billion CMS spends on technology each year. Jenny Main is the Chief Operating Officer at CMS, she tells executive editor Jason Miller about how the Tech Plus acquisition effort is just one example of how the agency is trying to solve long-time pain points as a group.
0: The tendency to hunker down in your own silo, it can be pretty overwhelming, especially in a place like CMS, where the volume of what we do is so big. You know, we have literally over 2,000 contracts. We procure seven or eight billion dollars worth of services a year. Like that is a gigantic workload for our 400 plus people that work in our procurement function. The size of our IT budget, 2.7 billion. It's just very the, the scopes of these of the of the work is very big. So I do think that you know CMS previously had really been more in its silo, and believe me, we still have a lot of work to do. But I think it starts from the top of really sending the message that we're going to work together and we're going to do the hard stuff. Get people in the room together and look at both sides of an issue. And a lot of it comes from, from mindset and really coming from a place of what I call non judgmental curiosity. Like, if you assume that the person on the other side of the table from you is actually just trying to do their job, and you go and sit in their shoes for a little bit and find out what they're doing and what they see, it's just remarkable how many people come back and they go, Oh my gosh, I never knew that they needed these things. So, you know, trying to cultivate opportunities for our staff to really sit in each other's shoes. You know, Melissa created a program where she sent a, a group of her folks out to different seats. It did details basically around the agency and had an opportunity to see what it looks like to be a customer on the outside of her, of her um, function. And, I think those kinds of things, um, we're trying to come up with the ideas and make time for them and support staff in doing them and then go around waiving the success that they were, like letting people know. I had, I had a deputy when I was the CFO at CMS, which is how I came to the agency, uh, and she went and spent four months in one of our centers, like a real programmatic area. She didn't really want to be over there for the long haul, but I encouraged her to go. They, they asked her to come and do a detail there to, as, to fill in while they were hiring a position. And it was fantastic how much exposure she got to how the rest of our organization thinks and how they see us. She eventually came back. She said, I don't want to go there forever, but but it was a great experience. And I tell people about it all the time because I want to tout that these are actually really constructive, positive things you can do. Take a little risk, get a really big benefit.
2: The point of the moving people around a little bit, even just a short detail or spending a week or a month with another organization to understand their pain points, understand, oh, this is how we interact. It's an idea. I'm not sure why more agencies don't do it. Do you get a sense of of that? This was initially hard to get people to do it. And now they're like, oh, no, when can I go? You know, I love HR, but wow, it'd be great to see what it's like in, in the budget world.
0: Yeah, I think it's mixed. You know that the, there definitely are people who are like, "Wow, this is really cool, and I can't wait to do it." And there are still people I just heard the other day, you know, we we're ta- we're trying to figure out succession planning like most agencies. You know, it's such a challenging topic, um, and I don't even like to call it succession planning. I think it's like succession risk management, maybe, is a better way to phrase it. But the whole notion that you're asking people, "Hey," tell us where you might want to go somewhere else in the agency. They like, look at that you. That makes managers very nervous. Like, you're talking to my star employee, and you're asking them where they want to go. And I, I really come from a very different place. I've had so many jobs, I can't even like list them all. And I'm, I'm really actually quite young, so it couldn't possibly be that I've worked for so long. But at anyway, I've worked in a lot of places. I always assume, where am I going to go next? Like, that's just on my, on my radar. And so the notion of talking to people about, what do you want to do? Where are you headed? What are you building towards? Just seems completely natural to me. It's still pretty... It's not the norm. Uh, and so we're trying to build that culture too. And I think this incoming generation is demanding it. They're not planning to come and stay for 30 years. They're happy to come in as a, as a term appointment for three years because they're going to get some cool experience, do some things, and then they're going to move on. So trying to bring that mindset uh, to our organization and, and help people. Just There's this huge fear factor, right? It's this, oh, my gosh, we're going to have big deliverables and my good people will be gone. Or the resentment too that we sometimes see of, you know, I trained you for three great years, and now you're leaving me. And I, I'll say, I have a, a we have a manager in our financial management group who has been really I- I engaged in this, he, he does financial systems. So a stop in his shop for a couple of years, is a great launch pad to a lot of, lots of places. We run the largest Oracle accounting system in the world, I think, at CMS. So it's ter- terrific training. And he actually just embraced it. He's like, you know what? We're, we're just going to have to have a constant process of bringing people in to have an efficient way to train them, and we're going to expect that they may well leave within you know, a few years because that's kind of the current mindset. And I just have to deal with that and plan for it and make it part of the way I operate. Which is, frankly, much healthier than running around being annoyed at everyone and, and feeling that they're departing you when they're, in fact, just acting in their own best interest. And in a lot of ways, it's a fresh, positive thing for the agency. So
2: It goes back to your concept of the growth mindset, not being... On the defensive, but also being on the, hey, let's give it a try. I have nothing to lose, and if my boss, and in this case you, right, is supportive of it, if something goes wrong, if if I get somebody who doesn't work out, they can't yell at me. I mean, this was an idea we all came together. I, I think it it comes from, if you will, if you're showing support if you're giving them the top cover, which I think is one of those things that is missing so much, specifically in the acquisition world, but we see it in in other worlds too, in other parts of of the government. If you can give them the top cover, that's, that's how you get people on board. That's how you change that mindset.
0: Yep. I completely agree. You know, I think that reminds me of one of the challenges in the federal space, which is we do have so much risk aversion, just culturally, you know, from top to bottom, you have a lot of risk aversion. So you put someone like me who's not actually risk averse, and I I like to think of myself at least as a responsible risk manager, but I'm willing to take a lot more risk than, than, than some of the typical executive that you see and so it makes a big difference in terms of saying you know what you're aiming for are we like are we at the lowest common denominator to avoid anything bad happening or are we actually lifting i would say to people a lot like lift your eyes up 45 degrees wherever you're looking like lift it up 45 degrees and take a look around because that's where we all need to be seeing it set a bigger picture
2: i'm gonna throw just a little bit of a curveball fair enough sure. you ready for it sure. i'm telling you it's coming so you should be able to prepare what's a risk you took just you know, in the last six months, last year, that you would say, hey, that worked out well, or even the opposite, that maybe didn't work out as well as I thought, Is anything comes to mind?
0: Well, I will tell you one. We, we were advised by our legal counsel not to send a notification to a subset of, of our uh, beneficiaries about something that was happening with their account, and we wanted to get the information out to them to say, hey, here's what's happening. It was a simple statement and um the general counsel's office had a lot of reasons why that might be a bad idea and i just said i'm happy to i'm not ha- I, i'm willing to say i'd rather err on the side of informing this subset of our beneficiaries about what's going on than to say nothing out of fear that these three sentences would alert them that something was being done wrong when in fact we're doing everything we can to help them so it's, it's sort of a simple thing but i said to the team that the team wanted to, to send the notice and i said i will be the senior official who signed off on this like. You know, And honestly, to their credit, I always, when I do this kind of thing, I say, if you want to send me an email and I will confirm it back, like I will give you in writing that I'm signing off on this. And they actually didn't even ask me for it, which is kind of interesting. So like, hey, you know, Uh, but that's the kind of thing, you know, you have to be smart about it. You have to have good judgment. But... If you just live in a world where you're constantly afraid of what might happen, then you find yourself making, when you step back as a taxpayer and a citizen and you put your hat on and you say, and and you think of all those conversations you've had with your neighbors like, can you believe how stupid this was, right? So I try really hard to step back and put that hat on and say, all right, is this the right outcome?
1: Jenny Main is the Chief Operating Officer at the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, speaking with Federal News Network's Jason Miller. Find much more coverage of the Government Contract Management Symposium at federalnewsnetwork.com. Still to come on Federal News Network, the National Academy of Public Administration comes up with a new idea to help Congress understand science. It's the Federal Drive with Tom Temin, here on Federal News Network.